And we're back. It's 9.20 p.m. You just heard my interview with Bobby Blitz of Overkill. Remember, people, Overkill is playing tomorrow night at Starland Ballroom uh, at Sincereville, New Jersey. And they're playing Sunday night at the Trocadero in Philly. That's Philadelphia. Now, uh, you totally, totally, totally want to see that show. It's going to be awesome. And uh, also, people... Check out the Aquarian Weekly this week. Uh, my article is, I think, on page 12 or something like that, and uh, really came out well. Now, um, I guess probably for the rest of the night, I'm going to be talking about uh, the rest of the uh, zine scene article. Uh, got some Celtic Frost, some Tankard, some Fate, maybe playing a little bit of uh, the Satan music. And uh, here we go. Now, with the zine scene. Don't get used. So many times people have come to me with stories that sounded good, but on further investigation and turned out this person had his own axe to grind. Always be cautious about a source, says Gleason. Don't try to Xerox photos. They'll just look like a blob. If you're going to be using a Xerox, use illustrations instead. As Gleason puts it, even a stick figure drawing of the principal can stand as its own critique. Don't forget who your target audience is. Are you writing about school issues, trying to motivate students or teachers? then don't spend half the paper on record reviews, tempting us, tempting as that might be. Don't write in a boring style if it's for your peers. Don't libel. That is, don't print things that aren't true about people. It's not cool and they can sue you, which is even less cool. Case two. Girl at Birmingham High School didn't like the controlled state of her school newspaper, decided to start her own paper, called it Alternative Ideas. Xeroxed 40 copies of the first issue and passed it out to friends. Now she's doing another one with a planned circulation of 200. All the articles in this school paper are pretty censored by the teacher, says Uhara, who asked us not to use her real name. For example, if there's an article about how the school is really run, something critical of the administration, they'll really tone it down. Now, she and her friends can take shots at the school district, the government, budget cuts, presidential candidates, whatever the hell they might want, because after all, this is America, and at least some of the time you can do what you please. <laughs> the next issue of Alternative Ideas will have Articles from students at Canoga and Fairfax High Schools, too. And get distribution on all three campuses. The revolution begins, and not a moment too soon. The most important thing is to get committed writers, says Uhara, because people pro procrastinate and use a Mac so it looks neat. Once they get the articles done, there are copies to be made, and the small group of writers shares the cost at a nearby Kinko's, roughly $10 to $15 per person for the next issue. Distribution is technically forbidden on school grounds, but the enterprising rebel of the 90s and hopefully 2010s can get around that. I checked into some of the laws, and you can even distribute them in the parking lot, she says. Or you can pass them out across the street from the school. Word. Want more information on the legal system or the legal questions? Call the Student Press Law Center in Washington, D.C. at 202-466-5242. Case 3. She started out with a lot of teen angst, some determination, and a computer. She ended up with something really cool. Ben is dead. Really started out uh, out of a sense of frustration during a certain period of my life, says editor-publisher Darby, an all-around cool person. I wanted to get my feelings out. Did she succeed? Is the Pope Catholic? From those early days has come a nationally praised underground paper with articles from music to fashion to politics to whatever. The next, the issue, this issue, there's a piece on uh, vibrators. Next issue, who knows? Want a role model for what you can do with a little drive and a computer? Here she is. 
I actually had no idea how to do a magazine, laughed Starby. I did learn some computer skills in school. Amazing. You actually do learn things in school even when you don't pay attention, like English skills, composition skills, the basics. But the magazine was school to me. Yeah. Here are words of advice. Her words of advice. Be driven. You have to bargain with everyone. Copy places and uh, print shops to get the... Uh, you have to bargain with everyone. Copy places and print shops to get the cheapest prices. Record stores to distribute it. Writers to get their articles in on time and everything. People flake, and it can be really depressing at times, so be ready. Also, be careful, because if you really love it, it takes over your life. It's crazy how much it takes, how much time it takes. Be organized. This is probably the most important thing, and it took me a long time to figure it out, she says. You have to understand where you want the magazine to go, who you'd like to read it, and everything like that. Actually, sit down and outline it. Darby has managed to stay sane and put out an amazing magazine, but she only recently got file cabinets at the office. You know what they said about Einstein. No computers. It's re it really helped that I knew at least a little bit about computers, she says. I knew how to output page images on paper, lay them out, copy them, things like that. So there's a way to change the system. When And when you put pen to paper or fingers to keyboard, keep in mind that revolution by ideas and words, not confirming to the status quo, is really and truly the American way. Remember what Thomas Jefferson said, the basis of the government being the opinion of the people, the very first object should be to keep that right. And were it up to me, decide whether we should have a government without newspapers or newspapers without a government. I should not hesitate a moment to prefer the latter. Right on. Now this was from the September 1992 issue of the zine scene. It was a, it was on um, just all about different zines and things like that. Um, I I read this tonight because I thought it informed people out there on pretty much things that you need to do to come up with uh, good ideas for running their own websites and blogs now. Because zines aren't obviously as important as they used to be, but, um, I mean, just their importance in the late 80s, 90s, and even today in certain parts of the world is immensely important, and I, I really felt like there was an educational thing to be taken from that, and I'm going to start trying to uh, read some articles that I take from uh, – different scenes I've collected in the past few weeks. I, I've got some real treasures on my hands, and uh, I hope uh, some people got a kick out of that. Now, uh, I guess back to the music, though. Now, um, recently got a uh, flexi-disc vinyl of Tankard and Celtic Frost from 1988. Now, here we go with Celtic Frost, Roses Without Thorns, and... Tankard will be commandments. Stay tuned to WMSC 90.3 in Upper Montclair, New Jersey. This is Japan Nick of Japan Nick's Rock and Metal Pandemonium. Tune in at the tune in at tunein.com. Search for WMSC, follow WMSC, then scroll down and follow Japan Nick's Rock and Metal Pandemonium. I'm at 96 followers. Help me get up to 100, people. Come on, even one or two uh, additions tonight can really help out. Now, here we go. With Celtic Frost, Roses Without Thorns. Stay tuned. I 
Nobody's here to take your call. So try again, or listen to this. And that was just Commandments from the Morning After by Tankard, German Thrash Royalty. And we just heard Celtic Frost, Roses Without Thorns. Now, we're going to be playing a little bit of, I suppose, some Fate, some King Diamond, and a little bit more, maybe some Satan. And um, just having a good time at uh, the show. I got 25 minutes left, and maybe... Probably only maybe two or three more songs left, honestly. And uh, hold on a second. I'm just amazed, though, how uh, just everything came together nicely. And uh, just I'm real happy also that the guys in Tankard were able to hook me up with uh, some station IDs. And Zet, too. Um, just things really are on the rise. Uh for the show and next week I may have a live band on hopefully I have a really really fierce metal band on to record we'll see though maybe I'll have a rock band on I don't know um, 
Remember, the show is named Japan Nick's Rock and Metal Pandemonium. So stay tuned to WMSC 90.3. We'll get back into music in just a second. Hi, I'm Frank, bass player of Tankard. And I'm Garrett, the singer of Tankard. And you're listening to Japan Nick's Rock and Metal Pandemonium. Stay heavy, guys. Nightmare! Come on, use your hands and give us a little slamming.
That was the second to last song. Here we go with the old oak, and then we're going to talk about the music we heard tonight and be shutting down for the next people coming on, which will be Shimmy Shack. Here we go with the old oak from the In the Shadows album from Merciful Fate. That was uh, the first comeback album. And actually, I believe Lars Ulrich was on one of those tracks, but uh, not this one. Here is the old oak from Fate.
All right, and that's the last song of the night. Now let's hear, talk about what we just heard. Starting off the night, we had uh, this song called Indiana. It's from a Portland, Oregon band. And uh, then we had a double shot of the Four Horsemen with Shelly from the Welfare Boogie EP. And Nobody Said It Was Easy from obviously the Nobody Said It Was Easy album. Um, X Luna with Tonight Out of Control. Low Water with Odd Line. Hessian with Witch Road from the Bachelor of Black Arts album. Then we got into some Mind Maze with Back from the Edge from that album. And This Holy War from Mask of Lies. Then Chainsaw Charlie from Wasp from the Crimson Idol album. And Awakening from Power Throne. And The Kraken and Infinite Abyss from Temple of Dagon off the Rituals of the Deep album. Then we got into some Exodus with the Toxic Waltz. Talked a little bit about my interview yesterday with uh, Zetro from Exodus and Hatred. And uh, let's see. Also played some Sentience with Dusk and Beneath a Bleeding Moon. I believe actually they got their album reviewed in Decibel Magazine recently, so horns up to them. Um, Fog of War with Death Penalty. Rigor Mortis with Ancient Horror, song from their new album, Slaves to the Grave. And that's going to be uh, available tomorrow night in Dallas, Texas. Now, we had also Brain Fade from Under the Influence by Overkill. Remember, Overkill's playing Starland Ballroom tomorrow night and the Trocadero in Philly Sunday. Then we got into some Celtic Frost with Roses Without Thorns and Tankard with Commandments. Then also Nightmare from Merciful Fate. Um, and also ending off the night, we had from the In the Shadows album, The Old Oak. Now, um, pretty much some ways to contact me are through Facebook. Look up Japan Nick's Rock and Metal Pandemonium. Now, um, also talked about the zine info. Um, that was from a 1992 zine I got from Los Angeles recently. And uh, just follow me on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com, search for WMSC, and you can find my page on there. Just look at Japan Next Rock and Metal Pandemonium. And uh, I'm up to 96 followers on there, and I'm trying to get up to 100 by October 1st. I'm not sure if I'll make it, but who knows. And I guess also check me out on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash japan-nick. Um, look up japannick.com. And uh, remember, people, I have uh, 28 published articles now with uh, the recent Overkill uh, Another Day to Die album. Or I mean Another Day to Die article. So uh, definitely check that out.